Joining us now, head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Gary Anderson, kind enough to join us right here on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. I'm good. Where are you guys at for that lunch you're talking about? I'm hungry. Far west. You man. know, it's actually not that far. Oh, I like that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. Yep. Come yep. on over. Yeah. We'll take care what of you. What did you get? Uh, we got the pulled pork sandwiches with the spicy nacho cheese topping, and then we yeah. got a cheesy funeral potato that's been smoked. That's a smoked cheesy funeral potato. Ooh, I'm going to I'm have to try that on my own smoker one day. Send, be send Zach down here. Zach will come. His, he's got nothing going on. Hey. <laughs> Zach, Zach needs to sit his tail right where it is and do his job. Dang it. Hey, uh, the other thing is, Scotty, just to give you a heads up, because I know how you feel about cornflakes on top of your cheesy funeral potatoes. Yeah, no cornflakes. Good. No dice. It's just a good old-fashioned cheesy funeral potato. We'll see if we can get a plate up to you, Coach Anderson. Okay. That'll be good. I'm, 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 I'm all in. So, uh, at what time did you finally uh, the head hit the pillow? About eight a.m. on uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, you know the drill. Yeah. Oh, you were, you were later than me. You had another drive in front of you. So I it know. Was, uh, it was uh, yeah. I don't know seven ish. Then woke up to a a boxer wet licking tongue all over my face <laughs> at about eight thirty. So had that going for me. <laughs> Well, yeah. Scotty, Scotty was sure in a good place because we, we do radio Sunday morning at about eight thirty nine o'clock, and and so Scotty he was a real peach Sunday <laughs> yeah. morning, real fun yeah, to deal I, with. Oh, I, I had a lot of people all over me when we sat on the tarmac for an extra hour. I'm sure there was a lot of people saying, "What in the hell are you doing?" It <laughs> <laughs> hey, was you, interesting. Now you've had a couple of days to look at the film. I, I really thought your overall performance against San Diego State was really impressive. Uh, defense, offense. I, I think there's a lot to take away from playing a team of that caliber the way you did on the road. Uh, what were what jumped out at you when you were able to go back and look at the film and analyze how your team performed? Well, there was, you know, when you, when you get in those moments and those coaching scenarios, when you win a game like that, there's obviously many, many things to correct. And uh, we're never going to discount that victory against those guys because we know how hard those are to get, especially at that place. But um, it, we fought through the adversity and, and won the adversity at the end, right, because we won the football game. Um, and that's you're going to get in those scenarios and those situations, and they consistently come your way. I thought we handled that well. Um, you know, the offensive line, if, if you just look at those kids and the way the running backs block. G. Bright stuck his face on people. Jalen Warren stuck his face on people continually throughout that football game and you just don't know where those guys are coming from and they're bobbing and weaving and jumping in there and uh, um, I thought the offensive line handled the protection well. We had zero sacks and the backs were a big part of that. Um, you know, we did not snap the ball well. It was a huge issue in this football game, and it's it's a, even a bigger scenario when you don't correctly snap the ball and put it where it needs to be when you're playing against that defensive front because Jordan's eyes are right on that defensive front trying to figure out where that hot player's coming from and how our protection's handling it. Um, and now he has to look for a ball, so his eyes go down, his eyes go up. That was a huge negative on the offensive side of the football. Um, we need to convert in the red zone, um, but we, do, we did kick the field goals well. Um, you know, and then we had a couple opportunities to win the game on special teams. That was, that was disheartening. We had a fumble on the ground. Get that ball. The game's over. Uh, you know, make the field goal. The game's basically over. Uh, but we fought through that adversity there. And I thought, you know, defensively we stopped the run well for the most part. There's plenty to correct. But 
you know, you hold those guys who want to ground and pound you. Um, gave up a couple big plays there that we need to get better at. And uh, we'll continue. But so at the end of the day, my analysis is I thought we played hard. We traveled well. They dealt with the, any of the issues that came up on the, the trip that weren't perfect. It didn't phase them. Um, and we, we were able to be victorious against a, a really, really good football team and made just enough plays to be able to win the football game. And uh, that's a credit to the kids in the program that they, they kept on fighting. Coach, in Coach Sanford's perfect world, percentage pass to run, what what would it be? What are you trying to get to? Well, I think we'd all like to be, you know, 60-40 probably to the throw in a perfect world, and I believe that Mike would tell you somewhere around those same numbers, but you dictate, the the, the opponent dictates. Um, if you sit in in that game, in that scenario, in that situation, you just say, hey, you're going to run the ball consistently the way that San Diego State plays against our style of offense, uh, it, it's going to be some tough sledding in there. And uh, our backs ran hard. When you play these guys, your backs have to break tackles, and they can't get tackled with arm tackles. So they need to be average backs against San Diego State are going to get zero yards, are going to get pumbled. Um, good backs are going to have a chance to be able to break some tackles and make some things happen, and I thought that's what G. Bright did, and I thought that's what Jalen did also, um, which was great to see. So, yeah, we, we want to be a balanced football team and, and throw in the RPOs and the scenarios there, but, the, you know, if one day they're giving you the RPOs, it, that might take her to 70-30. If all of a sudden, you know, you can't run the ball against the guys because of the front that they're playing or their stoutness, it, it may go 80-20. Um, whatever you need to do on that day to win the game, but we, we want people to respect our run game as well as our throw game. Jalen Warren's played extremely well to start the few, first few games of the season. Uh, what does he need to do to make sure he continues this level of consistency? Because he's been really good to start the year. Yeah, I just think being in the moment of, of big-time Division One football, which would mean your nutrition, uh, your weight training, your sleeping, staying on top of your school, um, that kid will come to practice every day and want to compete. That, that does never... It will never cross my mind that, oh, this kid doesn't want to play football today. He loves football. Um, continue to be coachable. Uh, focus and learn how to understand and really learn how to master your craft in the film room. Um, that's something that, you know, young players, and when you're, when you're coming from high school, you're coming from a junior college, that is a transformation that has to take place is mastering your craft in the film room. You're sitting there and, you know, many times just sit down with young players and, they watch film and you sit down and ask them what they're watching and they may as well be watching you know a rerun of Gilligan's Island um, doesn't matter or cartoons that they're not watching anything they're watching the game like they're watching the game on TV um, and you know so that's that's something that's always a challenge for those players when they come into a new program is to really master your craft off the craft off the field he's always going to be coachable he's tough he's physically he's aggressive he loves the game so I don't worry about his practice habits at all Coach, there was one guy that I identified and went back and forth with Scotty. As far as a special teams guy, All-American. And I thought, man, that's a guy you've got to find a way to get involved offensively. And Savon Scarver had five catches for nearly 100 yards. Uh, talk about his usage in the offense, away from special teams, just his usage in the offense. Is that as yeah. much as you'd like to see him, maybe more than you'd like to see him? And your thoughts on Savon's performance? No, I think, uh, first of all, we'll save on is the how he has grown and matured and handled instant success can't be denied. It can't, you just can't not talk about it. This kid had a lot of success. He was an All-American returner. You know, it's so easy for kids to get locked into that moment and think they've arrived and just listen to what social media is telling them when they have all that stuff come at them. And it's awesome. They get the praise. I think it's a great thing. But he locked and loaded, and that just drove him to get better, which a lot of kids don't go that way. So, you know, kudos to him. Quite frankly, the way he was raised to put him in a position to be able 
to handle that success, and he has just gotten better from January all the way through every single day. I think Coach Phillips has done a tremendous job of pushing him and coaching him and let him know that now let's learn how to be a receiver, kid. Let's let's learn how to be a receiver in a in a wide open offense where you have a chance to make great plays. And um, he's really developed into that. He's become a sure-handed kid. Um, he's extremely fast. He's smart. He has very very few issues as far as MAs, missed assignments um, in games, and he's exactly what you need in this offense. You can't just have a guy that catches a hitch and gets tackled. If he catches a hitch, he has a chance to go all the way every single time, and that's what makes him a special receiver for us. So I'm all for however many balls they can get to him. Hey, if they want, if he can catch 20 a game, that'd be great with me too. So yeah, spread it around where it needs to be. But I, I, I just love the way he's grown up off the field, on the field. Um, you know, comes to work every single day with this big smile on his face and competes his tail off. It's, it's awesome to see where he's where, where he's come in the last you know few months. Did talk to him uh, in the post game show and uh, and uh, mentioned how, how how frustrating it's got to be because nobody wants to kick to him, and uh, yes. you can tell he wants to take one back. But but you can tell those those special teams coordinators and other teams are keenly aware of where he's at all, at all times. There's no doubt, and you know, last week they even squibbed it on the backside, getting back there to get to you know, G. Bright wants his hands on that thing too if they go the other way, and I think we have some options if we can ever get him caught cleanly. So, um, wouldn't expect that this week. This guy pounds the ball, so I'm sure it's gonna. There's probably a, a better chance if we're kicking off to the south end zone down there that the guy in the first row is gonna catch the ball, or the lady in the first row is gonna catch the ball than it is for uh, Savon. You've got your quarterback on the offensive side with Jordan Love and then your quarterback on the defensive side and David Woodward. Talk about David's leadership and his performance against San Diego State. Yeah, I thought David was, again, very, very solid. Um, you know, the one thing I would add to that, too, on the defensive side that I should note is I thought our DBs tackled as good as I've ever been around in a football game uh, in my career. Physical, aggressive tacklers, sudden tacklers, uh, not afraid to stick their face in there. That was awesome. And David was the same way. David had a bunch of tackles. You know, he uh, he's kind of the eraser there. And we need to make sure that we continue to try to build – that defense around those playmakers. Um, you know, we, we've 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 definitely identified some limitations in those situations, those scenarios. We need to get the best eleven guys on the field and help David and help Tipa and those guys make more plays um, when it does come their way. And kind of, you can't scheme them into tackles, but you can sure help them with their athleticism and get in spots to where they can roam the field a little bit more instead of being so just I've got to be downhill in this gap. And um, because that's when David is his best, and he's he's again. Um, uh, leads that defense, is a very, very solid communicator, um, you know, practices well, works hard at his craft, and he's just so natural what he does. And Jordan Love is, you know, again, uh, he, 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 I thought he played very well in a very, very, very um, tough scenario with what we talked about earlier and against a, a defense that is very, very difficult to identify structure. Colin Hill, who's a really good quarterback for Colorado State, he goes down with the injury. They bring in the transfer from Nebraska, and I know they don't beat Toledo, but he throws for a ton of yards, and they're able to move the ball up and down the field. What what problems does that Colorado State offense present when you're looking at them on film? Yeah, well, the you know the new Q throws the ball extremely well. He he uh, loves to throw the ball to the wide side of the field. Um, 
you know, a lot of coverages dictate to leave that third of the field open in such certain situations. And if you do that, they're just going to keep pounding away and throw it out there, throw it out there, so you have to mix it up. And it's going to happen at times. But he's got a strong arm. Um, he's a good reader within the within their RPO games. Um, he's a big kid, so when he does decide to pull it and run, he doesn't do it often. He's kind of like Jordan. He'd rather throw it than run. Uh, but when he does pull it in this last game, he was successful. He did a nice job against Toledo to pulling the ball a couple times and one time in a very critical situation. So um, the running back went absolutely crazy big tall wideouts um, you know if you're at the game you're going to see them warming up and you're going to see them during the game big tall kids that uh, um, it's, it's it's crazy that they have that many big tall wide receivers that uh, are physical kids I know there's a few transfers that are in there with them and they got another one eligible just the other day for the last game the kid from Auburn I believe and so they've uh, they've, they've got a good core uh, tremendous running back ran for over 200 yards last week and so they they're they're a potent offense, um, without a doubt. And you know, the Colin was a great quarterback. It's it's horrible to watch that injury that uh, took place for him again. And uh, you know, we wish him all the best because he's competed for a long time in this league. And uh, but they, they don't take a big step backwards, in my opinion, with this uh, with the with the young man that's transferred from Nebraska. He's a, he's a very very good player. Yeah, Coach, you, you pull this win out, 23-17, on the road, where, you know, San Diego State makes this big push in the fourth quarter. Things get a little bit tight. How, how much does that help a team, or how much does that affect a team when they see that they're able to secure a win when things start to stack against them, momentum changes on the road? Can you guys learn a lot from that, or, or am I overstating that a bit? No, I think you can. And you try to look at those situations when you're in the heat of the moment and you're in the battle. And as a coach, you try to sit back and look and see how the kids are handling it. And I, you know, I, I thought a little, I thought we pressed a little bit, um, quite honestly, when they, they hit the big one on us, uh, on the, uh, you know, our drop eight when the kid ran the boundary and hit the first touchdown to get it to basically a two score game. I felt like we pressed a little bit at that point. And, uh, you know, pr- probably all of us. I mean, honestly, if one of us presses, we all press. So we need to look at all of ourselves and say, hey, you know, we, we're okay. We'll be fine here. We, they made one play. So what? And move on. And, you know, offense has been able to be able to answer a little bit and get some things going. And, uh, um, we ended up punting that one back, give the ball back to them, and then you know they come back and you know hit us again on the on the zero pressure. And all we got to do there is just make a tackle. Just 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 we don't have to make a great play. The first time we ran that pressure, that's the same pressure when we picked the ball off and returned it back for a touchdown. And you know this time it didn't quite work. The defensive tackle just almost tipped it, didn't quite tip it. And DBs just got to run and tackle the guy, and we run and tackle the guy, and it's first and ten on the forty yard line, and we line up and play again. But we we didn't get that done. And so I feel like in that moment we pressed a bit, not just on that play, but in that series reason I felt like we pressed a little bit on offense the prior series but I think when we came back the next time round after that you know offense got the ball back and did a nice job they drove it down there and then all of a sudden hey we missed a field goal but I don't think that was there was no panic when that happened that was like okay we just stop them one time the game's over with and we'll get this done so there was some there was some back and forth there I think there was some growing um, that, that went in that situation where there's a football team and probably some young players some old players saying hey this team can find a way to win a game when it's tight in the end and they did it, which was great to see. And obviously at Wake Forest, we had that chance on offense and on defense, and we didn't get it done. So this time we did. So uh, that, that should help us. Shaq Bond, I thought, played a really good game. Everybody's going to look at that pick six, but you talk about tackling in the open field, being where he needs to be. Uh, I thought that young man had a tremendous game for you. He absolutely did. He was our defensive player of the game, hands down, quite frankly. It uh, really, some other kids played very well, but uh, Shaq was special in that game. And, 
it's it's awesome when a kid comes back from an injury, um, battles like he did. It wasn't with us in spring as he continued to rehab, and uh, he's just you know he's he's caught some fire lately and uh, done very very well. He's a smart kid. Football means the world to him, and it's fun to see him have that success. But he, you were right; he played very well. He covered well. He was violent in his tackles, um, made a bunch of plays for us, and obviously the, the touchdown was huge. Did you uh, do anything special for Cameron Haney and his three batted balls? Coach, I'm, I'm, I'm such a big fan of pass deflections. Yeah, he it, and it was good to have Cam back, right? We've missed him for three yeah. weeks now, and it was great to have him back on the field. And you know, and, and Cam is uh, sometimes it's hard to, to get much of a smile out of Cam. He's a businesslike kid, and but you know, this is he's he's wants this year to be successful. It wants to be a special year for him, and to have him make those big plays for us was was huge. Um, and he was another one. He the, the way he tackled very very well and dj tackled very very well so the pass breakups their ability to get in the man coverage and, and play the zones the right way and then break off on those tackles on the crack sweeps and things that they were giving us um was that the cornerbacks played uh you know very very well in that setting and they'll they'll have a big tall order this week um and we'll scheme to give them as much help as we can but sometimes they're going to be out there by themselves and those kids will look forward to that opportunity but uh, it was great to have cam back well, you know, and it probably doesn't hurt to have him see a true freshman go out there and play that spot and play it really well right. to, to light the fire and, and, and get those competitive juices going. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does. And, uh, you Heck know, yeah. we'll get uh, Lampkin will get back in there and he'll continue to have a spot which he needs. And, uh, you know, the good thing about his structure of time going through and as a true freshman and handling all the things he's going with, those older, those older corners, you know, Cam and DJ have really, really helped him understand that, hey, kid, you're all right, let's keep this thing going. We all got to be in it together. And um, there's so many things that can get into the, the freshman um you know, off the field, it can be hard for them, and just whether it's school or a mentor or something going on at home. And these these older kids really help these kids continually adjust as as it gets heated up in the season. Yeah. Well, coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again uh, on the coaches show later in the week. Okay, guys, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a wonderful week, and don't eat another sandwich. Neither one of you need it. Just go jump on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you let us go worry Aggie. about who needs it. That's fair. <laughs> Thanks, coach. <laughs> Uh, Gary Anderson, <laughs> I just won't eat the bun, Coach. Yeah, it's all just just the protein. Just That's the all. protein. I just want the pork and those potatoes. I mean, never I, mind. I want the pork and the nacho cheese is what I'd like. <laughs> That's good. Uh, a lot of great information there.